I have been selling this book, Zanaz Lee and Wan Chun Hong's Guide to Indie Filmmaking, which is published by MPH for a while now. It's a really good book. If you want to be a filmmaker, whether it's for YouTube, social media, TV, film, cinema, whatever, this is the book to get. I'm going to make it more accessible and more affordable to all of you because I believe that everybody needs to become a filmmaker. The more filmmakers we have in the world, I think this world will be a better place to live in. Now it's available as an electronic book download on my website. I'm gonna link it here. It's really cheap, it's really affordable. It's only five ringgit if you want to get the ebook version, okay? Five ringgit! It doesn't really cost much, right? It's just a little bit of something for me. I mean, it did take a lot of work to write. Each chapter of this book talks about one part of the filmmaking process. And for each chapter as well, I interview a local filmmaker. It's only five ringgit! It's only five ringgit! You're watching and listening to Fat Billion Knows Everything because I do know everything. This week, the issue that I want to talk about is, of course, Undi 18, Undi 18, Undi 18. And this week's episode is brought to you by, it's still Chinese New Year, so it's brought to you by Chinese Kue Rose, Kue Rose, Kue Rose, Love Letters, Kue Kapet, Rose Rose, yeah? Okay, so there have been talk that Undi 18, a law which the Pakatan Harapan government had brought into parliament uh, to be passed, and it was passed, yeah, which lowers the voting age to 18 in Malaysia. It's always been, the voting age in Malaysia has always been 21. You have to be 21 years old, go register, literally go and register, right? Physically register. You have to prove then only you can start voting. But when Pakatan Harapan actually came into power, one of the first things they did was go to parliament and propose a law to lower the age of 18, but lower the voting age to 18. And the thing about it is that they lower the age to 18, uh, lower the voting age to 18 and also make it automatic uh, voter registration, automatic registration for voters. Okay? And they brought it to parliament. And here's what happened in parliament. 211 MPs agreed to it and it was passed. It was passed. It was the first non-partisan, bipartisan, whatever partisan, basically everybody agreed, right? Whether it was the opposition or the ruling party, they all agreed to lower the voting age to 18. Now, this is a good move. I'm not 18. I'm in my 40s. But I still think that the voting age, it was right to lower it to, to the age of 18, right? Now, we were all happy. It was passed. It was going to take effect in July this year, right? But... Couple of days ago, last week if I'm not mistaken, in the Dewan Negara, right, the speaker, Dr. Raiz Jatim, said that this is probably a wrong move. Don't, this is not verbatim, right? He's saying that it shouldn't be lowered to 18 because people who are 18 to 20, they're still not mature enough to vote. They don't know what they're doing because they're still living their parents, they're still under the control of their parents. Stop! I think the youth have more stake in this country than anybody who is older, okay? Raiz Jatim is in his 70s. So many of our politicians, our national leaders are old, right? Sure, with age comes wisdom, 
comes maturity. And that's great. But that you should not discount the young people as well. They have every right to determine how their country is supposed to be administered too. Right? Now think about it, right? Older people, they don't have much longer to live. They're going to die soon. So whatever policies, whatever things that they think is good for the country, it doesn't really matter to them. Is they're going to die. They don't have that long to stay in Malaysia, to live in Malaysia. Whereas the younger you are, the longer you have, you have more at stake in the country. So of course you would want to, your country to be administered properly. You Of course you want proper policies. You want a proper government. So by giving the young people the ability to vote, it will put, you empower them. And they will then form a country that they want to live in. And so on and so forth. That's why the youth is very important when it comes to governing the country. Right? So now, apparently there's going to be a move. I don't know. Maybe the, nothing has really been, been said officially by the government about only 18. Right? But people are worried. People are worried that the government might go back on this and say, okay, let's not enforce this law. Now, according to news reports, right, um, says that uh, let me see, let me see. It was passed by the Dewan Negara, meaning that all the MPs voted for it, on the 25th of July 2019 and officially gazetted on 10th September 2019. Even, even the Agong was okay with it, right? However, it is not yet in force as the date is to be determined by the federal government and notified by Gazette as well. So what does this mean? Does this mean that this law must be enforced? or doesn't have to be enforced, or it can be just ignored for now. Um, I, I don't know. I think it's unfair. I think, I think if something has already been passed, everybody has already agreed, go forward with it. That means all our lawmakers have already seen the advantage and, and the benefits of it that they wanted to vote for this law, right? And now, if suddenly the government, and, and now parliament is not convened, huh? parliament is suspended because of the emergency, right? Who is it that's determining that now this law cannot be, cannot be enforced, or be gazetted, or, you know, yeah, uh, so I guess we'll wait and see because like, like I said, I haven't seen any official statement by the government so maybe we have to wait and see what they say, right? Uh, the article that I'm actually quoting is from the Rakyat Post. Uh, I'll post it up here. Um, like I said just now, young people have more at stake in the country. So they should be allowed to vote. Now, some of these older politicians, older people, they're saying that, hey, you know, uh, these young people, they're not mature enough. Well, there is a reason for why they would think these young people are not uh, mature enough or not aware enough to, to vote, right? I think it's the valid reason. Why? Because our previous administration, the Barisan National Administration, for so long has curtailed this awareness, right? They didn't want the young people to be politically and, and socially and, and, you know, um, socially aware of things, politically and socially aware. There's no political science in, in school. If secondary, primary school, we don't learn anything about politics. We learn history, but we don't really learn politics. We learn about the parliament. They want the gutter, they want rakyat, all that. We learn about that. But we don't learn about political awareness. University students, university faculty before this, during the Barisan National Administration, were not allowed to be part participate in politics. So how do you expect these people to learn? Right? So now, when you lower the voting age, doesn't that now put a responsibility and obligation for us to educate our young about politics, about social awareness? Yeah, and then they will be more aware so that they can make informed decisions. You have to start with the law. You have to start by lowering the voting age and then people will see the importance of it. So if you've already lowered the, 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 the voting age, see all these political parties will then want to appeal to these new millions of users, uh, of voters, right? They want to appeal to them and definitely they want to make sure that they know what they're voting for, right? Okay, the political parties may be campaigning, but then society in general, 
will be more aware as well because you need to educate these voters. So it starts with that one move, right? So that's what I think. Let me know what you think, right? Let me know what you think. Are you guys worried? Are you not worried? Do you think it should go on? How do we make sure that this goes on? Now, keep in mind, the government doesn't say anything yet. And for all you know, July comes and yeah, it's a law. But the, the, the concern is there. The concern is there. We should. Now, in America, they're talking, some places are talking about lowering the voting age to 16, even. Right? Well, we're not going to go that far. Lah. We're going to start with this 18 first. Lah, all right? So, let me know what you think. Okay? All right. So now, Let's go to the part where mm, This is good kueh rose This is one of my favourite Chinese New Year kueh Or even Hari Raya lah Because Hari Raya Chinese New Year most of the kueh are the same lah Pineapple tarts lah, kueh rose lah, kueh kapet lah All the same And this is one of my eh, I love festivities uh, Now we go to the part where I highlight something that I find interesting And what I'm going to highlight today Is what was I going to highlight today? Oh my god! Oh yeah! Yeah! I want to highlight to you the latest episode of Conan Needs a Friend podcast. It's by Conan O'Brien, one of my favorite comedians, right? Now, the latest episode we just released this week. His guest is Dave Grohl! Oh my god! Everybody here! Everybody knows I'm a big Foo Fighters fan, right? I'm a big Foo Fighters fan. Started out with Nirvana, and I've seen Foo Fighters play live, like, I don't know, so many times, right? So, when I hear when I heard that Dave Grohl was appearing on, uh, on Conan's podcast, it was like, oh, mind blown. It's like the most satisfying conversation you will ever hear. Well, for me lah. So I'm recommending that. They talk about music, talk about comedy. Both of them are really funny. Both of them are like, you know, I look up to them and how I present my content and things like that. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so, that's it. That's it. You've been watching and listening to Fat Bay Knows Everything. Oh, I'm supposed to also say, Subscribe, like this video, don't like it, subscribe, follow us on all social media platforms at FatBidin or go to FatBidin.com to get everything. You've been watching and listening to FatBidin Knows Everything. I've got three kids, one wife, and me to support. So you've got to like, you know, help fund my life. So you actually can go to the FatBidin e-store right? I'm going to link it below. I'm going to link it below, right? And you can get actually like fat billion merchandise, right? And most of it are well, actually books. Lah. I used to sell DVDs and films and all that, but hey, everything's available on YouTube now. So now if you want to get fat billion merchandise, it's mostly books. So I've got books here. I've got books here. See? See? See like this book? This is called uh, The Adventures of a Carelight in Afghanistan. It's a graphic novel. See? See? Graphic novel which I uh, wrote uh, and illustrated with my, with my buddy Apan, right? Uh, it's a non-fiction one. It's about my time in Afghanistan shooting a documentary for a month uh, when I was there. See, see, I'm a war journalist, right? So it's a really good book, right? Uh, I've got this non-fiction novel. It's called Operation Nasi Krabu, Finding Patani in an Islamic Insurgency. This book I wrote because I spent like a, I spent some time in Southern Thailand where there's a war there. You all know there's a war there, right? In Patani, right? I shot a documentary there which was banned for broadcast. But hey, they allowed me to publish a book. And if you get the book, there is a QR code at the back, right? There's a QR code at the back which allows you to watch it for free online. Oh, where's the QR code? Where's the QR code? Ah, there's the QR code, right? It's online, meaning you scan the QR code, you go to my YouTube channel. Okay, um, I've got another book. This is called Journal Dad, 
the Chronicles of a Journalist who happens to be a father. It's a, it's a compilation of my articles, my column when I was writing for the Malaysian Insider. It's all about like me being a journalist and raising a family at the same time. It's really funny. It's funny. It's funny. My best-selling book. Liberal, Malay and Malaysian, Writings of a Walking Contradiction. This is a compilation also of my uh, column in the Malaysian Insider. This one focuses more on like politics, race, uh, demonstration, democracy and religion and things like that. It's funny too. All my books are funny because I'm a funny guy, right? Yes, I am. And if you like films, I sell this book. See, I wrote this book with my buddy Wan Chun Hong. It's a guide to filmmaking, indie filmmaking. Uh, every chapter talks about one aspect of filmmaking and it, every chapter also interviews one like a uh, really prominent Malaysian filmmaker. It's really good. You can get all these books at the Fat Bidin e-store. Come on, feed my kids.